0: Make sure all seats are in the upright position and trays are put away before we take off. KR Media proudly presents Kingdom Rock Radio with your Bible teachers. Pastor Mark A. Stroud. I'm looking to what the Lord Jesus has in his hand for me. And Pastor Suniko Stroud. How with God on their side, they were stronger than anybody. Get the latest downloads from our website. You can download today's message as an MP4, MP3. Or simply download the Kingdom Rock app to your mobile devices from the iTunes Store or Android Market. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center in Bremen, Georgia. And remember Jesus is Lord Hello my friend and welcome once again to Kingdom Rock Radio Well on today's broadcast you're going to hear the message entitled God wants you to live And don't you know that it's God's desire for your life To have abundant life through Jesus Christ He loves you so much and he wants you to live And have that life more abundantly You know, living a life of stress and worry and grief and doubt and fear, that's not living at all. That's not you. And that's not what the Father has planned for your life. So I pray today that you will be richly encouraged and know that we love you and know that God wants you to live. Do me a favor. Don't forget to join us on Facebook and become our friend. Just find Kingdom Rock on Facebook and we'll be glad to get in touch with you. You can stay in touch with the latest messages that come out of Kingdom Rock, videos, and a whole lot more. Or just send us a message and we'll communicate with you. All right, my friends, without any further ado, here comes the message entitled, God Wants You to Live, right here on Kingdom Rock Radio. In Jesus' name, let every heart say amen. Amen, amen, and amen. I always take it really uh, whenever I stand before you I'm telling you it is it's a fearful thing not because y'all are so scary well not everybody anyway but I fear God standing here in this place as a mere mortal man not really a superman but as a mere mortal man trying to give god's holy word to his people my god what kind of responsibility and weight is that standing here doing my best praying my best to be an oracle of god one that hears from the lord and declares it to his people what an awesome responsibility is that because here again in that day that final day when we all will stand before the Lord, guess what? I will have to give an account to every word that I have spoken before His people. Amen. What an awesome responsibility is that? You've you heard the, the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not use the Lord's name in vain. That's just not speaking, using God's name in some curse word, but name talks about authority. You should not use the Lord's authority in vain. There'll be many breaches, many people in authority that have used the Lord's authority in vain. His name in vain. And what am I doing here today? What are we doing here today? We're using the Lord's name. We're telling you his, what he said in his word. What an awesome responsibility. So this is why I stand before you in fear and, and in trembling knowing that i really speak before an audience of one i'm not here today to please you although i pray that you are pleased and that you are blessed and that you are edified that you are encouraged that you're built up i pray that so much so 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 much but my first obligation is to the lord i realize that as i minister his word as i proclaim the gospel If he's not pleased, then what in the world are we doing? You understand? So this is why I say, y'all praying with me? Will you pray with me? You, will you pray with me? Because I feel the weight of responsibility. I feel the weight of responsibility. And I, I pray for those that can just, uh, just can come up before God's people and just say any old thing and, uh, maybe to get a shout or jiggle or shake. And don't feel the weight of responsibility, the weight of glory that's there. I wonder what the people are eating and I wonder what price they're going to have to pay for using the Lord's name in vain. So even you and your families and your households, as you stand for the Lord in your ministries and your businesses, as you stand for the Lord in the name of the Lord, don't take his name in vain. Don't take his name, don't use his name for your own profit Amen. or gratification. Amen. We better use his name for the furthering of the kingdom of God to bring him glory. Amen. Amen. So, I don't know who that was for. It may have been just for me. Well, praise the Lord. But if it bless you, thank God. Deuteronomy 30. Deuteronomy, thir- the 30th chapter. Let's go into the Old Testament for a minute. Deuteronomy, the 30th chapter. You can break out your Kindles, your Nooks. Uh, your iPads, your phones, whatever you have, or you can bring your Bible. Nobody is going to hack into my Bible. Let me tell you that now. (laughs) If they hack into this book called the Bible in my hand, I don't know. I guess I would see some erase marks or something. I don't know. But it's good to have just paper, the paper book. Amen. Amen. I have nothing against technology. I love technology. Me some technology, but sometimes it's good just having the book in your hand. All right. But whatever, whatever you have, we're going to go into the book of Deuteronomy, the 30th chapter, Deuteronomy 30 verses 16 through 20. And we're going to, going to speak from the subject today of God wants you to live. God wants you to live now I say that not vicariously God wants you to live I believe that that is the word that the Lord has given to me to give to you today just like praise and worship is not for entertainment purposes praise and worship is for us to worship the Lord hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah. it's not a time for the rock concert it's time for us to magnify the Lord hallelujah the praise leaders there to lead the congregation praise the Lord just like as has come before you now in giving the word of God, not for entertainment value. Although I do pray today that you will laugh because I so love to see the people of God laugh. I do. I love to see people happy. Praise God. But that's not my purpose. You understand. Let's look on. All right. Deuteronomy 30 uh, verse 16 through 20. Uh, and it says here in that I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God to walk in his ways and to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments that thou mayest live and multiply and the Lord thy God shall bless thee in the land whether thou goest to possess it but if thine heart turn away so that thou wilt not hear but shalt be drawn away and worship other gods and serve them I denounce you this day that ye shall surely perish and that ye shall not prolong your days upon the earth. Whether thou passest through rather passes over Jordan to go to possess it. Look at verse 19. Very key here. I call heaven and earth to record rather to record this day against you that I may rather that I have set before you. Life and death, blessings and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. Verse 20, that thou mayest love the Lord thy God and that thou uh, mayest obey his voice and that thou mayest cleave unto him for he is thy life. And the strength of thy days, that thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob, to give them. God wants you to live. He says more particular here in verse 19, he said it's recorded today and today is still that day. The Lord has set before us life and death blessings and the curse and if you having trouble some people have trouble making decisions he says choose life that you and your children you and your seed may live it seems like some people are still on the fence remember last week we spoke from the subject of in the middle god said i i put it before you there's life and there's death there's blessings and there's cursing which one you want you're in the middle which one do you want which one do you want they couldn't decide choose life choose to live he said i'm going to put you in the land in verse 16 and he wants us to to live and multiply there's more to life than just coming to church that's the truth Church is a place where we get empowered. We get, um, built up. We get encouraged. We get spiritually fed. We get prayed for. We, we come to know the Lord. We grow in an intimate relationship with Him. But there's more to life than just going to church. You need to go out and, and have some more fun. Plan a trip to Niagara Falls and see the water and all that. God made that for you to enjoy. Are you hearing me? You don't have to go and get liquored up to have fun. As a matter of fact, when you have fun God's way, you won't feel bad the next day. Guilt and shame won't be around. You'll be glad that you did, but you need to make plans, make plans for vacation. I don't have no money. Well, how far can you go? If you got $5, let that $5 take up to the next town. Praise the Lord and go sit in the park and look at some birds or something. But do something. Are you hearing? Make plans to live. Make plans to enjoy life. Turn to your neighbor and tell them it's time for you to live. And enjoy life. Tell somebody else it's time for you to live. And enjoy life. Let me tell my online community, it's time for you to live and enjoy life. Give God a hand of praise. It's time for you to live. Yeah. Praise the Lord. And the Lord gives us, uh, he gives us a key or a guideline on how to live. On how to live. And we're going to go through this today in the word of God. The Bible declares in John 14. You can turn your Bible to the book of John. We're going to get that too. John 14, verse number six. It says... Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. So as the Lord says in the book of Deuteronomy, I have set before you the blessing and the curse. I've set before you, uh, life and death. Choose life. As he's saying, choose life. Jesus is life. So he's saying, choose Jesus. And those that truly know Jesus Christ as a Lord and Savior of your life, you know that there is true life in Christ. There is true life in Christ. Life really begins when you come to Christ. That's why the Bible talks about us being born again we receive new life when you come to know Jesus I didn't say when you come to church I said when you come to know Jesus when you invite him in your heart and life hallelujah coming to church doesn't make you a Christian neither does you sitting in the garage make you a car are you hearing what I'm saying to you you can make those little sounds if you want to but you're still not a car Hallelujah. You've got to receive Jesus on the inside. Hallelujah. You've got to make him your Lord and make him your Savior. Hallelujah. Just because you can bark, that doesn't mean you're a dog. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know who that was for, but praise the Lord. There you have it. He says, no one, nobody comes unto the Father, comes unto God except through me. I've just burst a lot of bubbles there. No one, nobody gets to God, stays to God, stays in his presence, except it is through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Now let's go to John 10. Praise the Lord. Jesus has identified himself. Strong words. He said that he is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the life. He is the life of God that has come and to the hearts of men if we will simply receive him hallelujah john 10 john 10. it is not my plan to be before you very long today that never is sometimes john 10. let's look at a few verses here verse 7 through 11. shout with me i want to live. live come on say i want to live Praise the Lord, I want to live. And God wants you to live. He doesn't call any of us to live on a life support system. Is that all we do? Just go to work, eat, watch a little TV, go to bed, go to work, come back home, watch a little TV, go to bed. Oh, it's Wednesday night. Go to work, come home, eat a little bit, go to church go home watch a little tv go to bed is that what it is Is that what all life is about there's no spontaneity there is no life there's no vigor you're just walking around like some zombified with a big old cross around your neck oh jesus gotta go to church gotta go to church oh gotta go to church and meanwhile you, you, the people out in the world that they don't know Christ seem to be having such a great time taking trips and all this other stuff but all the time you I don't have no money God give me some money if, you're t- uh, if you would plan oh Lord Jesus if you would plan just make a plan let God then direct your plan you can get to where you want to go hallelujah Enjoy this life now. Enjoy this life. Go and see Paris. Make plans to see Rome and all that stuff. Go to Cairo and Istanbul and Morocco and go all those places your heart desires to go. You make plans and let God guide you in those plans. Are you hearing me? Because this whole landscape is going to change soon. This whole landscape is going to change soon. Soon enough. You won't be able to go in and out different places anymore. Amen, amen. Go on a cruise. Jesus. Make plans. Jesus. Go to Lake winifa Soka. Go see the rocks at Rock City. Go and have fun with your families and enjoy each other. Go to the beach. Hallelujah. Enjoy one another. Spend time with your with your wife and, yes. and kiss your kids and all that. Have fun. Praise the Lord. Jesus. Jesus. Are you understanding? Now, well, let's look at this in John 10. John 10, verse 7. Then said Jesus unto them again, verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be what? Saved. Save. Say that three times. Saved. Saved. Save. You say that three times. Saved. Saved. Save. I still can't hear you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Talking to our online community, not our camera person. Praise the Lord. All right, and those watching by DVD. I'm talking to you. You you know, you need to come to church, by the way. (laughs) All right, here we go. Let's get back into the word here. Verse nine says, I am the door. And by me, if any man enter in, he shall be what saved and shall go in and out and find what? pasture verse 9 is extremely key and it is actually the key to life living real life you want to know what that key is we'll get to it in a minute verse 10 says the thief cometh not but to steal kill and destroy the lord says i am come that they might have what life and have it how more abundantly that is to the excess to the feel. To the overflow jesus said i came to do this now when he was upon the cross he said it's finished it's finished so the life that he came to bring he brought it he did it so that means that he left that life for us that life was not this abundant life is not needed in heaven what, what would you be like on the side of the street on the side of the street in heaven the, I mean the, the streets are paved with gold and you got your little cart or kiosk there and you're trying to sell somebody life life here you want some life what, what are you talking about man the angels flying around here we all as happy as we can be we glorify the Lord every day I mean it's it's one continuous uh glorified state happy I mean the word happy doesn't even really Personify the thing. It is so. There's joy extreme, and you're on the side of the street saying, "Hey, you want some more life? You want some life? You want some life?" It's not needed there. There is. I mean, uh, you. Uh, it's there. You understand what I'm saying? That life is needed here. Anybody need that life here and right now? I thank God for the joy of by and by. Thank God we're going to be doing all that stuff later. But I need some of that life right now. Right now in our home. Right now in our marriages. Right now in our families. Right now in our business. Right now in ministry. As we're toiling down this road. I need some life. And God says that he wants you to live. He wants you to live. That is really begin to enter in into the abundant life that Jesus Christ has marked out for us. New life, new life. Say with me: I receive, I receive the life of Christ. Hallelujah. Verse eleven says, "I am the good shepherd, and the and the uh, uh, and the good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep." He said, "I gave my life." not just speaking about death but he released life on the cross for us hallelujah and he gave us a symbol of that life by way of communion hallelujah the life of the body is the blood so every time you partake of communion you are receiving the life of god he says i want you to live Hallelujah. And a life that is spent always worrying and toiling and stressed out and aggravated, discombobulated. You're all over the place. That's not living. Amen. Amen. Always worried about bills, always worried about people, always worried about this and worried about that's not living. Hallelujah. So somebody sometimes has to tell us that and remind us that. I remember, here was one story. I remember when I would go out and do cable and I used to work um, uh, there, um, in Douglasville and Atlanta, uh, installing cable for one of the, for, for one of the major cable companies. They're now been sold out. I think they're AT&T now. But anyway, when I would go into a house and do an upgrade, they, they wanted HBO or some other type of service. I would have to go up on the, take my ladder off of my truck, off my van, and carry it with my tools around and carry it to the pole, put it on the pole, and then strap the ladder down on the pole so the ladder wouldn't move when I get up top, praise the Lord. And then I would climb up the ladder, climb up the ladder. Can you see me climbing up the ladder, climb up ladder? And when I get on top of the ladder, I take my belt, which had a... Um, a little uh, strap there and i would strap myself in put it around the opposite side of the pole and i would strap myself in having hard hat then i would lean back lean back and begin to work with my tools and begin to work on the lines praise the lord worked on the lines did all that unstrap climb down put the ladder back on the truck back on the van go into the customer's house and look at the tv see if you got the channel where my tip? That's what I want to know. <laughs> anyway, so sometimes when I would get into the house and look at the television, I would see that some particular channels were all snowy or fuzzy. I'm like, uh, you know, and it's not supposed to be that way. Uh, but the people I would go and I'd flip through and they would just seem to be just as just as content with that snowy, fuzzy picture, just as content. And so until I tell them, uh, ma'am, how long's your picture been like this? Well, I don't know. Uh, uh, Rufus Rufus gave us a TV and it's been like that for a while. <laughs> anyway, so I look, I said, no, it's not supposed to be that way. Really? Yes. So I go back and I switch this out, switch this out, bang, and they have a clear picture on numerous occasions. Wow, the expression is wow. We didn't know that we were living well beneath the things that we could have been receiving. You were paying money, good money, for to have a good service and a clear picture. The, the the signal was streaming to the house just as pretty as it could be, but because there was something faulty on the lines and they had been so long just looking at it. Or what would happen over time is that the fittings would corrode. They would corrode and need to be changed. And so over time, that picture, I'm sure at the beginning was nice and clear, but then it, it began to degrade and degrade and degrade. And so now it looks all fuzzy and snowy. And so now, you know, now they didn't really notice. They just sort of just put up with it and say, well, I guess it's supposed to be like this. Until someone comes in that has seen better, knows better and tells them this is now as this is not how it's supposed to be. You should have something clearer and better than this. And then I go and fix it. And wow. And that's all I'm trying to tell you today. I have my hard hat on. I got my ladder strapped up, put upon God's pole. And I'm up here trying to fix the stuff so that you can see it better. That you're not supposed to live like that are you hearing me God said that you Jesus came that you may have life and have it more abundantly your picture is supposed to be clear crystal clear no fuzz no snow good picture and how many you like a good picture I like a good picture praise the Lord let's look and see how we can tweak our TVs to get a better picture Look at verse number nine here. Verse nine says, I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be what saved. Now the word saved catch this and we're almost done. The word saved means uh, to keep safe or to keep safe and sound. It means to rescue from danger or destruction. Very key to keep safe or sound to rescue from danger or destruction. Keep safe or sound to rescue from danger or destruction. Right. Oh, we got that picture. All right. Let's look. He said he said he shall be saved. If you enter in through Christ Jesus, you're going to be saved. You're going to be rescued from destruction. All right. Kept safe. Hmm. Kept safe. Rescue from destruction. Sounds pretty good. But then he says something really that sort of contradictory. If you don't really watch it. He says, and shall go in and out. You and I will go in and out and find pasture. Now he's talking about a shepherd sheep relationship. He's a shepherd. We're the sheep go in and out. What you mean in and out, Lord, in and out of the sheep fold in and out of the sheep pen, so to speak. The place where the shepherd sits up and he watches over all the sheep. Are you understanding? Inside of the sheepfold, uh, you will actually find that that's a place where there is a minimal confrontation or minimal conflict. You're just there resting up for the next journey, so to speak. You're there in that place. You're kept safe and you're kept sound inside the sheepfold, inside the pen. Right, safe and sound. This is where you begin to form relationships and, and and sheep have little relationships with each other and they beget more sheep right there in the sheep fold. You, you join each other's Facebook pages, you Twitter each other, you, you uh, text each other right there in the pen. You're good. Life seems to be great, but it's not living until you go from in to out. Jesus said that he calls us to go in and out. Now we were in a place of minimal conflict, in a place where just everybody's looking like us, we're like each other, sheep with sheep, praise the Lord, but we're gonna have to go out to a place where there are wolves, where there are lions, tigers, and bears, oh my, out there, where there are rattlesnakes and cobras and all that stuff, out there, we're gonna have to go out, what, 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 what did the shepherd say, what, what, what did he say I don't know I'm just eating (laughs) grass I believe he said that we're going to have to go out what's out there what's out I don't know did you get the last text I don't know we're going to have to go out what wait a second he telling us to go out oh my god we got to go out This is living when we go in and go out. Out is the place of risk. Out is the place of where you are outside of your comfort zone. And out is the place where you will find pasture. You won't find pasture in, you find pasture out. And pasture is a place of provision. It is a place of increase. It is a place of more than enough. Out is where you will find the the, the streams of water. Well, he'll cause you to lay down there by the rivers of living water. Out is in that place. So there is some good stuff out. Praise the Lord. Good grass out. Praise the Lord. Because we've been in the pen. And he knows we've been in the pen. And if you've been eating in the pen. And we're all eating in the pen after a while that grass is gonna drop in the pen and we're gonna get we're gonna get pretty tired of smelling each other's hmm, 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 in the pen Amen. so he said i got to send you out so you can get some fresh air Amen. give me some time to clean up your space Amen. hallelujah you love each other but sometimes you get on each other's nerves you don't even look don't don't look at anybody praise the lord we'll we'll know praise the lord sometimes you got to go out and the lord has called us to go out calls us to go out and not just to live life in a comfort zone again the lord did not call us to live life on spiritual life support never taking any risks never taking any chances but he says arise shine for your light has come and the glory of the lord has risen upon you you won't bring god great glory by just staying in the pen you have to get out but what if i get out past and they laugh at me well then they will just laugh but you got to get out what if i get out there and i fail well at least you would have tried but you got to get out You got to get out. You got to get out. But I'm afraid what will happen. You got to get out. That's not living. Hallelujah. You can't tell me those people that are uh, that are just they just stay at home. They're afraid to get out. You cannot tell me that they're living. That's not living. And I pray that if anyone's there. Even this morning, listening to us and you're, you're at home and you're afraid to get out. I pray that the life of Christ will come to you, that you receive Jesus and you'll have enough courage to get out of that place and live. Amen. Amen. We got to live. Amen. Now, let me give you two examples of this. And then we're going to close out today. There was uh, a dear, dear man. I don't know how old he was, but his name was Lazarus there in the book of Luke, Luke, the 16th chapter. And the Lord said, um, as he gives this account of Lazarus and the rich man, right? Some of you know this account. In Luke 16, you can write it down. Lazarus every day was laid at the rich man's gate. The rich man fared sumptuously every day. He fared lavishly. He had all the bling on his fingers. Can you see with the bling on his fingers? He was dressed in purple. I I can imagine imagine a man that is just wide out there and he has uh, fried chicken grease all in his face. Mm -hmm. He's eating bread and and he's belching. I'm not going to make the sound. He's belching and he's getting the grapes and he's doing all that stuff. But Lazarus, the Bible says was laid daily at his gate desiring the crumbs that fell from his table. Is that how we're going to live life? Always looking at what somebody else has and wanting just the crumbs of what they have. Oh, I'll never have that. I'm, I'm, I'm sickly. I'm, I'm weak. The Bible says his body was full of sores, probably leprosy. So he was in a little pain, yes. And the dogs came and they, the dogs licked on his sore. So he was in pain, he was in agony. But what did he do while he was in pain and agony? Began to look at what somebody else had and just wanted crumbs. God didn't call you to go through life and just desire crumbs you're king's kids hallelujah i don't want the crumbs i don't want your scraps i want my own i want what god has for me and i'm going to take life by the throat this life by the throat and demand that it gives me what christ has for me hallelujah I'm not going to let what people say or what people do or don't do stop me or deter me having money or no money having a building having no building having support or no support I'm going to go forward and beyond and receive all that God has for me hallelujah you'll see me praise the Lord if you can see me in this spirit realm I'm reaching I'm striving striving (laughs) pressing toward the mark and sometimes it hurts. Praise the Lord. It hurts. But I'm going to continue to strive and reach because I know that God has something for me. Hallelujah. And if you want to find those that are vibrant in life, those that are thriving in life, they're going after something. As one of our minister friends said, they're working on something big. What you're working on big. Big. What plans are you making? What plans have you made? What you're working on? Hey. Oh, nothing. What you doing next week? Nothing. What you doing week after that? Hmm, nothing. What you're working on? Where do you plan to go? What do you want to do for the Lord? You've been too long in. It's time to come out. Are you hearing? Time to take a risk. Time to take a chance. And last in Second Kings, the seventh chapter, Second Kings seven. You can read this later. Second Kings, the seventh chapter. There were four leprous men also having things on their skin, sitting at the gates of the city, just like Lazarus. But in this particular place, uh, there was a famine in the city because the Syrian army had a blockaded the city and they would not allow supplies to come in or out so there was a famine in the city on one side they were right there in the middle famine in the city and on the other side of them the enemy's army was there they said why are we sitting here why do we sit here and die he said why are we just sitting here they said if if we go into the city The famine is there and we're going to we're going to die of starvation. He said, "But if we go to the enemy's army, they might kill us. But either way, we're going to die. He said, well, let's just they said, well, let's just see. Let's just go up and go to the enemy. Maybe they will save us. Maybe they give us something to eat and we'll live. He Said they said, but if they kill us, we shall but die. That's it but we're going to get it from here and we're going to try and we're going to try and what happened when they got it from that place and, and went toward that place they found that the enemy camp was empty for earlier that morning God had made them to hear a sound And it scared all the, all the army away and they, they literally ran. Some of them ran out of their clothes. They left their tents, their tents, their food. I mean, that is how terrified they were of the sound that God made them to hear. They left their tents, their food, their gold, their camels, horses. They left it all and just ran. Well, these four leprous men came in there and they saw there's nobody here. Well, I'm sure the first thing they did was go and find something to eat. Mm, 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 mm. Try this, man. It's good. You like it? Mm-hmm. Mm, 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 mm. And they got all the stuff and then they began to start hiding stuff. They made holes and stuff, hiding stuff. And they, got, they, they were full, I'm sure, belching and all that stuff and sitting around. Oh, man, this is a life because all this stuff now is all around them all the food they could eat and riches and all that stuff but they said hey we don't do well this is wrong we got to go tell somebody because there are people still in the city that are dying of starvation and we're sitting on all of this so they said hey let's go and tell the king so they told the king and the king found out and they sent out people they said yes king is right and they sent out their, their people and they got all the food and all that stuff. And they found the army. They were running. They found. They looked down the road. They were clothes lined and all this stuff. That army had just run off. And by the end of that day, the city had enough food. More than enough food. Amen. Because these four men decided to get up and live. Amen. So I pray today that, that you will not allow the circumstances or conditions of your life to deter you from living. They had to take a risk, take a chance. They had to get out of their comfort zone. Take a risk, take a chance and believe God and you will live. I pray you've heard the word of God today. We're done in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a hand of praise. Hallelujah. Come on. Let's praise him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's time to live. It is time to live. It is time to live. Praise the Lord. It is so much time to live. I know y'all see y'all are so anxious to live. You're ready to get out of this building right now. So I'm going to help you. Praise the Lord. Does anybody need prayer? If you need prayer, join me on the side right over here. We're going to pray for you right after we dismiss. Praise the Lord. Because I'm going to let y'all go. Because I know y'all want to go out and live. Isn't that right? Y'all ain't talking to me. Isn't that right? some of you are so excited, you're so fired up you're ready to go, ready to leave, ready to live hallelujah, look at brother Mark yeah, you ready? look, look at Parnell. I'm ready ready, 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 ready I'm ready to live, ready to live ready to live <laughs> praise the lord uplifting hands right, right all over the room hallelujah remember in just a moment I'm going to ask those who need prayer, come and see me here I'm going to dismiss everybody else, you can go out and live or go back and get you some cake birthday day today deaconess birthday thank god for deaconess and all of our birthdays this month praise the lord uh, pastor miko and layla thank you god for your birthdays and the deacons anniversary of this month we're gonna celebrate them praise the lord but just when y'all are back there eating and stuff respect us up here okay father i in jesus in jesus mighty name lord i pray for life amen that the life of god Would enter into every vessel here. Every vessel under the sound of my voice. Life. I declare and decree life. Life in their homes. Life in their marriages. Life in their relationships. Life in their ministries. Life in their businesses. Life. Let the life of God penetrate the darkness And create lasting change. Lord I rebuke fatigue. And and worry. And stress. And anxiety. Confusion. I command to go from God's people now. In the name of Jesus. Let the wind of your spirit blow. Let the wind of your spirit blow. Blow the life. The winds of change. The winds of life. In the hearts of your people. and Father I just declare joy. I loose joy. The joy of the Lord. Lord. The peace of God. The love of God. The life of God. In this place. And by the authority of Jesus Christ. I proclaim the life of God. Upon the people of God. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, I rebuke any, any curses, I rebuke any witchcraft, anything that was spoken over them or against them to stop them from progressing in life. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I just declare life that your people would thrive, that they would have the abundant life that you left for them. Father, I pray that this week at this moment by faith that they will enter into the life that you have created for them in the name of of Jesus. We pray that you are richly blessed by today's message. We would love to connect with you. Just go to our website at kingdomrock.org You can become our friend on Facebook or follow us on Twitter and subscribe to our YouTube channel and a whole lot more. Right there at kingdomrock.org We would love to hear from you. And if you're in the Bremen area, please stop by and join us every Sunday morning. Sunday school is at 9 a.m., And Sunday morning is at 10. Wednesday night we have what's called Hour of Power. It starts at 6.30 p.m. All are invited. We're located at 180 Helton Road in Bremen, Georgia. Give us a call at 770-537-1933. We would love to hear from you. And if you have a prayer request, by all means, please log on to our website at kingdomrock.org and click on the prayer page until tomorrow, remember that Jesus is Lord. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way.